troops. Welcome back to the Grand Zero podcast. Before we kick off this week's episode, quick shout out to a few veteran companies, seeing as it is Veterans Day. First up, the one and only Right Flank. Now, Right Flank, not only are they a fucking brilliant sports apparel company, but they also have a huge support group where they literally help anyone that is suffering with any sort of mental health issues, especially veterans and serving soldiers. So check out Right Flank and their support group. If you're getting some decent equipment, make sure you put in the promo code FLANKED15 at checkout for 15% off, courtesy of the Granite Zero podcast. While you're online, get yourself some decent coffee. Go and see Dead Mammoth Coffee. Not only are they the best out there, it's roast to order and ground down specifically to your taste. So make sure you get some of that. Put in the promo code MILL15 at checkout for 15% off. Welcome. So you got your coffee, you got your sports apparel, now you need some supplements. Go and see Combat Fuel. Now Combat Fuel is a veteran-owned, veteran-run company that gives its profits and proceeds to charity. So if that's not good enough for you, put in the promo code WARRIOR15 at checkout for 15% off. So you got your sports apparel, you got your coffee, you got your supplements. Now you need something to help with your sleep. Maybe you've got a touch of depression. Maybe you've got anxiety. Maybe you've got an eating disorder. Maybe you've just got a few aches and pains within your joints. Go and see Infusion CBD. That's Infusion CBD. It's perfect. Scientifically proven to help with everything. Literally everything. You name it, it will help. Put in the promo code GRANITE15 at checkout for 15% off. Now today, I am joined by the one and only Rob Vickers. Now Rob is a former Royal Marine. Not only that, he is the founder of the Jim Self Harmers Club. And what they do is they mould themselves to use fitness to help your mental health. Pretty fucking alley to me. So welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Rob Vickers. Check it out! And we're on. Cheers for coming on, dude. No, thanks for having us, mate. I'm glad you got in touch. Hopefully, mate, you've got some breeze where you are. I've, I've jockeyed position about nine times trying to uh, find some breeze. I've opened three other windows on the other side of the house just trying to get some fresh air in here. <laughs> mate, I'm literally... Where I record, I record in my shed, also known as the Shedio, and I'm basically sat in a sauna. Sweatbox. <laughs> <laughs> so if I start oh, you... leaking, you'll be like... Oh, What's going on there? I'll be the pair with you to me. Don't worry. This is what it is. <laughs> How's life, mate? You good? Yeah, we're good, mate. We're all good. Uh, good news for us is Mrs. can finally go back to work. She's a hairdresser. So right. as of, I think, the sixth, she's back in work, mate. So Isn't happy days. Just trying to deal with those two monsters I've got in the house. <laughs> Fucking kids, mate. This morning, easy, mate, pain in the ass. It's not easy. Kid, they, no. they said have kids. It'll be fun. to be fair they've been really good throughout this lockdown and it's just today they've just they're just annoying each other it's a hard time for them as well mate Uh, i mean i've got a little girl and the missus got two little boys and they the the great when they when they're getting on in that but i think obviously just being out of school and not having that structure and routine mate I mean, us, us as grown adults are the same. I'm, I'm exactly the same. I need some structure and routine in my life. Otherwise, I start going crackers, mate. Never mind six to eight-year-olds. Like, so, yeah, I do feel for them in a way. Like, um, we are rolling roll on September when they go back to school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't wait to drop kicking back into school. 
getting there, you. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I've been quite lucky because I'm my regular human job is is still going. I do security for a, quite a big site, so I've still been going to work. So I've I've had my routine, like, and obviously, a big thing for you, obviously, the the gyms being sort of shut off and what yeah, have you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the end of the world. Don't get us wrong. I mean, I know there's there's a lot of negativity around it at the minute, and there's a lot of, a lot of people upset that they're closed and everyone's threaders because it's it's that place where you can just go and get your training done but in all honesty mate I mean especially when the weather's been how it has been this past couple of months I've, I've enjoyed getting outside and doing something yeah different, something norms, different isn't it um, I, I, I actually quite prefer um, I, I've um, well I haven't done it for a few months now since this fucking lockdown um, I do I do the odd uh, boot camp session with a, with a mate of mine Steve he's a former army PTI he set up this thing and he went just asked me if I could help out every now and then I thought yeah no problem and it's just nice being outdoors doing stuff, especially when uh, the weather's like this. When it's pissing down with rain, I can understand people going, yeah, yeah of course, it, yeah. but get outside. It's fucking yeah. lovely out there. You get a proper oh, yeah. sweat on, burn more calories. Yeah, definitely, mate. Like the, the boot camp stuff and the kind of stuff I do, mate, it's, it's ideal doing it outdoors. I mean, it's different when you want to get your weights cracked and you want to, you need big machines and whatever else. Yeah, yeah. I, I can understand the struggle, like, but ticking by, mate, getting on. I think everybody's found a new avenue that they can, they've realised they can keep them gains and then keep the growth going with body weight stuff and just training normally. Yeah, I think there's a huge thing, especially as as, as your um, your little company sort of deals with, the, the mental health aspect of, of fitness as well is is key. And when you're stuck inside, you're locked down, your your head starts playing tricks oh, on course. you and things like that. So a huge part. being able to to stay physically active is a huge thing. Even if you're just going for a fucking walk. Yeah, it's that's all it is, mate. Getting out, getting out from them four walls. And I know, I know when this first started, and everybody was kind of confined to one workout a day, and you could only leave the house and for certain amounts of time and that. And it, it, it definitely a struggle, mate. And I think if there's, there's definitely some people who haven't gone into this, haven't gone into this lockdown with, with some sort of mental health issues are certainly coming out the other end of it, Nick, because there's a lot yeah, of people out there struggling right now. And it is, yeah. it's brutal to see and brutal to watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, the fitness, as we all know now these days, mate, it plays a huge part in your, in your mental health and your mental fitness. Um, so yeah, like you say, just getting out for a walk and just doing tiny bits, mate. It's doing whatever you can, as much as you can, is, is the key, really. And it's getting out and having that escape and, and, and having that little therapy session is, is exactly Definitely. what I call it. That, that's, that's, what I used to call it as well. Um, uh, when I first started showing a, a few symptoms that I was depressed and, and what have you, I used to I used to go and just lift heavy shit down the gym. I used to just go and pick it up and just go f- thrash the weights. That's and right. I'd literally, because I, I was I was that guy that would love to put a status up. By the way, I'm in the gym. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> mine would be off to my therapy session. And the most people thought were like, I didn't realise you go to therapy. No, it's not that type of therapy. I have been to that type of therapy, but this is this is my therapy. This is where I can go and hit the punch bag for fucking twenty five minutes plus, just letting out those stresses, that anger, Sometimes the anxiety. That's it's just that getting thing. that that frustration and anger out of you, isn't it? Really, mm-hmm. which you, you can't. You sometimes can't do sat in a room with somebody else or sat in a room yeah, with a group of people. Sometimes it, it is the best form of therapy out there. Just going out and absolutely thrashing yourself or lifting heavy shit or, like you say, smashing into a punch bag for half an hour. Yeah, it was one of one of my little mottos I used to say to the boot campers when I when I was doing it. I was like, you're going to hate me for the hour that I'm training you, but I can guarantee you're going to thank me at the end of it. Yeah, of course, mate. And it's like, the same, same with these circuits that I do when I, when I take people through them. Obviously, it's been a bit different now with this lockdown, but taking people through them in the gym and getting people earning the T-shirts. And I, I hope to pick it all back up where I left off when, when this all eases finally and we do get the new normal back, whatever it may be, when the gyms do when they do open again. Um, taking people through their the paces and, and showing them that they have got another level and there is another gear in there yeah. hidden away. Like you say, they're not going to enjoy it when they're doing it, but certainly come the end of it or 10 minutes later when, when it's finished, they, they certainly do get up and think, that's great. That. Yeah, 100%. And that, having that someone there to push you a little bit is, is always good. And Massive that, part that, of it, mate. That, that's one of my things because I, where, where I train, luckily for me, it's quite a cheap little gym. So my uh, father-in-law works over at a Waitrose distribution centre and he's really into his fitness. Being a general manager, he was like, well, I can implicate implicate fucking something here for for the staff 
So he built a, it's a decent gym. It's got all the equipment you need, everything like that. It's actually really, you, if you went to that and went, you'd be like, oh, that's like a normal fucking gym. Yeah. Um, and because I'm a fam, because uh, I used to work there when I first left the military, and because I'm family, I get, I get the gym for like ten pound. Sweet. So, I go there, but then I've got nobody that trains similar to me. There's nobody on the same sort of shift pattern that I'm on. So I got a trainer my own. So I have to try and motivate myself. Um, which it is a most of the time I'm I'm all right at because I'll set myself a goal like I want to beat my deadlift or something like that yeah. or a few uh, like two years ago I was training for one of those white collar events so I literally put myself into a boot into my own um, fight camp did all that is if I've got a goal I'll train like. Yeah. Like the best it's, easy, it's easier when you've got an end goal, isn't it? Definitely. If, easy. I, if I don't set myself a goal, I'll go in there, I'll I'll do twenty minutes, thirty minutes. I'm like oh, fucking bored now. I've, but I've, if I have some, uh, like my brother's a, a or was a uh, quite a decent uh, trainer. He's now he, his gym went under, unfortunately. Um, he's now a he's now a chef. Um, but when I used to go to his gym, fuck me. He used to, I don't know if it was because I was his brother and he used to make it that much harder when I was there, but he would fucking beast me. He would absolutely destroy me, especially on those aerodynes. I'd never used one before until I went Bonk. around to his. Bonking. Never been so ill. Yeah, they're gopping. <laughs> they're, they're, they're gopping them. Satan's, Satan's <laughs> machines. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I think it's, I, I mean, I always train hard or what I think is hard for me, um, unless I've got a niggle or an injury. But if, if I've got someone there with us, and it, it's either to push them on or them to push me on and push each yeah. other on. It, it, it definitely another level. I even find it myself, um, especially when the, when it, it's it's a kind of competition and you're doing little rounds for time or it's a circuit for time yeah. or whatever else. Yeah, I do. I, I find another gear that I, I don't even know I've got myself sometimes. And it is. It's just a little bit of extra motivation for yourself. Yeah, it's a little bit of a little bit of a push. I think that's a, that's a huge thing with with fitness and mental health is having those goals. They, it's a bit of a double-edged sword because sometimes if you uh, don't meet your goals, you're like, for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, put you in a bit of a hole, yeah. yeah. But nine, nine times out of ten, you smash through it and you and you and even if you just miss out, you're like, oh, I did a fucking good job on this one. I, I think if, it's a, if, it's a, if you've got a goal over a, 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 a... If you're talking a week or so, then you're not going to really ever achieve much. But yeah. if you're looking at something in, in long weeks and months regardless if you smash that goal that you set yourself if you're training hard it, you're going to see a massive difference in yourself both physically and mentally by the end of that whether you hit your goal or you hit your pb or you hit that record that you wanted to hit you should never really have any negative to take away from that in, in my opinion because you've smashed yourself and as long as you yeah. can get to the other end of that and say you give 110 percent for that duration you're a, you're a fucking hero in, in my eyes like you are yeah definitely and I think a lot of people not so much set themselves up to fail, but they see, I heard this on a few podcasts recently, um, how crazy the fitness industry can be with, with these uh, fitness models and things like that. And they've got these physiques that they, they've obviously got good genetics as well. So you're like, geez, Christ. These guys have probably got, nutritionists paid for and dietitians yeah. and, and whatever else it's it's not that to me anyway it's it isn't reality i mean i've always said tr training and fitness you've got to be consistent with it it can't be something that you just pick up and leave and yeah. pick up and leave and pick yeah. up and leave if, if it's if that's your lifestyle and that's your lifestyle um it, you've got to be consistent with it all i mean i i'm up and down especially my body weight and how i look and how i appear December, January, when I was abroad there in Barbados Christmas, you, you could have probably put me on an Instagram page and said I was a fitness model because I looked good at the time because my diet was really strict, my training was crazy, and I just really started this this page up and this club up. Um, yeah. So I was hammering the, the, the circuits two, three times a day, um, and I was always training with somebody, so I was always taking other people through it. So I did, I looked amazing, um, but I was actually hanging out my ass. And people were saying, like the lads were saying, I was like, well, you've got to do another one. I was like... I've got, I've got to, I've got to get the content up, I've got to get this done, I've got to get that done. I mean, my yeah. body's physically broken to the point I got January and my back finally gave out again. Um, yeah. And I've been struggling with that niggle since. Now, I don't look anything like I do now, or I did not, uh, then as I do now, um, yeah. compared to six months ago, because 
I've been home now. I've been home six, seven weeks since I finished in London. Um, I did the initial lockdown for the coronavirus down there for the six weeks. And then I came home. And I, I continued to be trained as best I could, but I was poorly for a couple of weeks down there at the beginning. Back issues again, just not having the kit and equipment because we were working out with a kind of car park that was underground, really. Um, yeah. So doing as best I could with the kit we had um, and the, the odd run. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it, I've always stayed consistent with my training, but I think unless you've got a nutritionist and a dietitian and a doctor and whatever else on site 24 seven with yeah. you saying, you need to do this yeah. now, you need to eat this now, you need to, all right, you, you can't eat this. You need to make sure you have this. It's, it's impossible, man. And, and people do, they look at these guys and girls on model pages and magazines and Instagram and Facebook, whatever else, man. And, and to me, anyway, it's just not reality. They, yeah, I think they can't. The big one is definitely keep, the, uh... It's definitely the fitness chicks, I think, are the big one. Because I think they, a lot of women will see them and think, oh, I could do that. And then, yes, it is, it is obtainable. Like you said, you've got to be really strict. You've got to have all these things set in place. But I've, I think, obviously, I'm a bloke, so I scroll through a little. I'm like, fucking hell, fair play. But then you look at what they're training, and it's literally just legs and ass. That's, yeah, that's it's like... As long as you've got, lift heavy as long ass, as you've got a decent good. ass, nice legs, put a thong on, stick your ass out, you're gonna get fucking three million thousands of thousands yeah. of followers and likes. And unfortunately, that's what seems to be driving the fitness industry is at the minute is not the content itself; it's those likes on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I tried people... that when I when I set this up and I came home. I lo- I did look good, um, and I tried on the women's clothes and I put the chicks gym self armors club vests on. Try to get some more followers on the page. It didn't seem it doesn't work for the men. It must just be a women thing. Must be. You have to get yourself a, a few chicks to do it. Or just get or just get Skirmy to do it. <laughs> he's gone through the roof. Man. The he was like that with school as well. Oh mate. He's, he's a, a couple he's of years. Another animal, him. Yeah, he's a couple of years below me at, at, at school. And he, he was massive at school anyway. He was top like I'm 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 short. I I I, I no qualms in fucking saying I'm five foot six. And I'm built like a fucking wardrobe. I'm perfectly square. A few rolls at the minute, but whatever. <laughs> we all have that. I used to look at Skirk. So I used to take his year at basketball. That was I was the basketball coach, which is quite funny. Being five foot six, that was my my little thing at school. I was really good at basketball. And he was in the team, and I was like, "You're fucking ginormous." Yeah. And then seeing him play rugby as well, I was like, "You're you're something else, Skirk." And then I saw him doing a, a few of those fitness. Um, bodybuilding stuff and things like that. I was like, "You're you're an absolute machine. You're unreal." He's got. It's like a, he's been. He's back on it at the minute, actually. Else. Yeah, he is. He's, he's like he's been sculpted out of stone. Um, mm. He kept having a go at me because I kept fattening him up in Barbados when we were abroad. Um, <laughs> and I'd, I'd shout through, "I'm having some cake, mate. Johnson. Oh, well, if you're having some, we'll train it off tomorrow." And I'd just <laughs> give him some, and uh, I got him fat over six weeks in Barbados. And he's never forgive us. Never forgive us. <laughs> Um, but no, he's, he's right back on it now, mate. He's um, he's got a nutritionist and he's got an online coach and that that he's going through with at the minute. Yeah. And he's he's giant orcapod, mate. He's he's got two inches on me. I'm six four, so he's yeah. easy six five six six. And he's he's built like three of me. And I'm not a small bloke. He's yeah. he's, a, he's massive. He's ridiculous, isn't he? Um, he is another beast. He's one of those annoying ones though, where he's got semi decent hair as well. He's, he's a good looking lad, isn't he? Uh, he's packing. He's definitely packing. He's like, fuck's sake, is there anything wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> it's got to be something. He's got to have I'll something. I'll find it one day. I've only, I've only known Ollie. I've, only, I've known him now since the start of this job, really. Um, a lot of mutual friends in common um, from yeah, the yeah. core and that who know him um, from various CP jobs and that on, on the circuit. Um, brilliant, brilliant lad. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't fault the bloke at all. There's, yeah, there's, there's nothing. I've looked because he's nice I've as well. Tight, it's, not, it's not like he's, he's a dickhead. I know he's a pain in the ass. He's, uh, <laughs> he is, he's just a top, top lad, top draw, mate. Um, I'm glad he's on the team. He's, he's a really, really yeah. good lad. But he was, he sort of um steered me to towards you guys. I saw you guys come up on um Instagram, or whatever, and obviously did a follow. And uh, I saw Ollie on there, and I was like, oh, I'll just ping him a little message, see what's going on. And he was telling me the uh, the idea behind it, how you're a former Marine and what have you. And I was like, fucking hell, fair play. It's always it's it's always makes me feel good that there's other people out there doing more for mental health, whether it's through fitness or through a podcast, through um, their own avenues. A bit like veteran trees, um, they they're doing all that yeah, stuff. Dan's doing good things, mate. He's, he's doing good. 
thing, he's isn't doing he? It, yeah, he's doing it at the minute, mate. He's um, he's doing the Jim Self Armors Club logo with the hashtag on one side and the Commando dagger oh, on the other side. Yeah, I've seen the one that uh, he's, he's knocked up for you. Like that's yeah, that's a, that's that's our original logo. That yeah, that was the original one. Yeah. He's fucking brilliant, I think. He is, mate. I'd he's love to have. What he can do with I'd, his hands, I'd, I'd love to have some sort of talent like that. I know, I'm the same. Okay, I, put okay. ta- I think mine's been working out, and then my back goes. So it's clearly not that either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh fucking hell! But yeah, I've, um, I only found out today. I don't know if you knew this. It's actually Veterans Day. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen a few posts on it today. I, 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 to be honest, and I feel shit for seeing it. Um, being a veteran and being an ex-booting but I, I didn't have a clue I had no idea like, it was only because advertised or yeah do you know what I mean I haven't the, seen the only, it anywhere the only way I found out was through um, my beloved RAF regiment Big yeah. 3 just saying they they tagged me in a post um, with the podcast and basically my backstory of why I started it and I was like oh fucking hell so I sent him a message I went oh cheers for that and he went well we got to support the veterans. It's Veterans Day, and I went, is it? I knew it was Armed Forces Week. Yeah, which Armed is Forces Week started on Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was Armed Forces Day on Saturday, but I was like, fucking hell. But not enough is said about it. No, like, you're absolutely right, mate. Over, exactly. over in the States, massive. Oh, mate, yeah. I did it. When I first left the Corps, um, I went out to Florida, um, mm. and we did a, a charity dive with a company called Depth Therapy. Yeah. And we took some lads out with Wounded Warriors and we met up with, um, uh, sorry, with Health of Heroes and met up with Wounded Warriors out there, which is yep. the Yank counterpart, really. Um, and you've never, ever witnessed um, anything like it. The, the the love they have for their veterans and for their serving soldiers, mate, the, the patriotism in that, that that is out there, to, to the to the extent where we would, it was a, it was a diving thing. It was about... Um, I guess in a way, mental health as well for the lads. It was showing them these, some of these guys had arms off, legs off, um, and it was that weight, that weightlessness in the water that yeah. they have when they're diving and free diving and diving with tanks and stuff is they have this just release. And honestly, the the, the results at the end of it were fantastic <laughs> after two weeks of diving. Everybody loved it. Um, but we were on the local radios out in Florida Keys in the mornings <laughs> when we, before we were diving. And then every lunch and every evening, we would go to these different uh, locations for the barbecues and for evening meals and whatever else. And everything we did, there was always well over 60, 70 people there. We did the burning of the U.S. flag, which is one of the rituals out there after 50 years of service that the flag's been in. Um, and it was this massive thing. And it was a huge open area field with picnic tables that laid out. And there was hundreds and hundreds of people turned there for it. And uh, we were part of it. And... Little girls waving Union Jackson stuff, man, and coming up and thanking you for your service and that. It's like proper teary-eyed yeah. stuff, mate. It's, it's ridiculous. And the only place I've ever, I've ever really came across that in, in the UK is um, places like, like Wooden Bassett, where the, the lads fly yeah. back into and they get driven through when they've, yeah, uh, yeah. they've unfortunately made it home with us. Um, it's the only, the only real time that you, you kind of see it. Um, and out there, mate, it's, as soon as you see you're a, a squaddy or a soldier or ex-forces or whatever, mate, they're just... They're on you, and they, they can't get enough of it. It's yeah. brilliant. It's, it's something that needs to be addressed over here. Really, it's it's like we not so much got a bad name because I wouldn't say people give us that much shit anymore. Yeah. But it's like we weren't the ones that decided to go to these places. Exactly, mate. Yeah, we we're, we are following orders to go and do it. We. And unfortunately, a good few of our friends and, and squadron members, uh, platoon members, they didn't come home and they need to show a bit more respect. And that, that sort of goes on to a point with all these fucking burnings of the statues and pulling them down, pulling, burning the flag. And it's like, and then veterans all pipe up and say, you can't do that. We're going to go and stop it. And then all of a sudden we're labelled as right wing and you can't, it's you can't. like, you can't win, mate. We're not. We just don't want you <clears throat> graffitiing our memorials and yeah. burning our flag that has been draped over friends and colleagues. It's not just a statue to us, is it? Do you know what I mean? It's it's so much more than just a bit of yeah. concrete with a it few names. It represents so much more. Yeah, mate, yeah. Uh, unless, you say, unless you've been there and you've done it, 
and you've lost those mates and and whatever else I don't think you'll ever understand. Um, but yeah, no, it does. It, it does boil down to respect in a way, I guess. Um, and it, it's it's horrible, mate. What like flicking on the news these these past few weeks, all the negativity out there that's just getting Too thrown much. out uh, on yeah. every news channel available and every paper you pick up. It's it's horrendous. Um, I, I just, I mean, probably probably three days in, I thought right, enough of this. It's just getting crazy. Took just walked away from it, mate. It is. It's just yeah. negative, negative, negative. It is. You don't need it in your life, mate. You really yeah. don't. I'm, ter- I'm terrible for it because if I see something that I don't agree with, I'm like, right, I'm going I'm to have to say something. I need to f- have a bit more self-control on those sort of things. Where I was like, no, just leave it. Go and chill out. Go and have a fucking beer or something. But I'm like, no, fuck it. The amount of times that I've put a post, done a, a comment on someone's post, and they've gone. Well, you're part of the problem. You're racist and things like that. It's like, well, no, you don't. You don't understand what I'm saying here. I'm, I'm not saying don't protest. I'm saying stop smashing up. Yeah, the, the, it's the people who've kind of tagged along with the yeah. the Black Lives Matters and and whatever else that's been going on there. I, I completely agree that that man shouldn't have died by the hands oh, of the officer. I don't think anyone has said otherwise, have they? Oh, of course not. No. <laughs> I don't think a single person has it, said. Becomes, well, he was doing a good job there, standing yeah. over his neck. It becomes racist when they say things like, a black man was killed by a white police officer. Yeah. Why Why is it just a man's being killed by a police officer? Exactly. That's exactly yeah. how I feel. And it's been like that for some time now, and that's what needs to change. But yeah, these people who've just tagged on to Black Lives Matter, which is a, a, a good, respectable organisation that wants... Yeah, of course it, it is. Um, and I can understand the reasons behind they would want to have the marches and the protests, but yeah, everybody else who's now tagged along to that and are doing it just as an excuse to, to hide from police and loot shops and kill other people. Like some of these videos, mate, where you've seen the, the shop owners trying to protect the land and protect the, the life's work, if you like, and they're getting mauled yeah. over and taken out with like hit with skateboards and batting that in the street, man. It's, yeah. it's just fucking crazy, man. It's just like people go, right, we've been locked up for ages. Fuck it. It's just going nuts. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh-huh. You live here. It's like, I said it a few weeks ago. It's like you're not agreeing with something your missus says, so you just smash up the house. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. Huh? Yeah. You're trashing your own place, your own house, your towns and yeah. shit. Madness. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just, just negativity, innit? That's all it is. Yeah. It's and then, <laughs> then you get that bloke over in Burnley. I don't know if you've seen that, where he uh, paid for the plane to fly oh, over. With with us, or the Man City match. I've seen that. Yeah. He's been sacked in that, though, hasn't he? He's, um, yeah. he's lost his job and he's been... He lost his job. His missus lost his jo- uh, job as well. She lost it as well. Supporting him. Yeah. But it's one of those ones. That, it's a tricky one because, yeah, it's very insensitive. But... I was sort of playing devil's advocate. You don't know if he's done it for those three that lost their lives in Reading during that, that stabbing, or if he's just being a dick. It's <laughs> quite possibly the latter, but I was like, I'm not going to judge this guy until the full story comes out. He might have been going, right, they've been doing it for George. I'm going to do it for these three that have... Oh. And then all of a sudden, he's now labelled racist because he flew White Lives Matter. It's like, well, where does it, where does it stop? It's a bit... Bit of hip- hypocrisy going on at the minute. But... Crazy that as well. When it, what happened there in Redding, man, with that? Oh, yeah. Random attack just started stabbing people in the neck, man. It's it's crazy, man. When it's on your own fucking doorstep, like it's become. I mean, yeah, this man. is this. It's like it's as if it's become the norm now. You're just waiting for the. Yeah. It, I think because it's it hasn't been on the news because the no the news and that's just been overrun with coronavirus. This coronavirus that. It, it's barking mad me when you switch it on. It's something like that pops up again. Yeah, you're so like, when when will it end? It's it's not good, is it? Where does it stop? Do you know what I mean? It's... Yeah, exactly. There are just people out there that want to see the world burned, and they unfortunately pretty much. And as as long as you've got people that want to do that, you're going to have people like me and you that will stand in front, which is what people don't seem to realise. That's what. Yeah veterans have done that's what serving soldiers have done they've gone right i'll protect you lot and so then they get and then i still remember the time it would have been about 2010 ish about 10 years ago when we were told you can't wear 
uniform on the train and things like that, just in oh. case. It's like, what do you mean? I should be able to wear my uniform on the train. I think, I think it was, was more. I think, I think it was I'll, around the time I'll, that um, Lee Rigby was brutally murdered. Everyone just had a big bullseye on the back, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I remember being told something similar in, I think it was 2008, 2009, um, where you used to get the coaches down and do range practices down south or whatever, and you always yeah. used to wear your rig and that, and you'd obviously stop at the service stations, that, but they, they put an end to that for a, for a short time. Um, I can't remember the reasons now. Yeah, it's, it, it's, 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 fuck, it's mad. You, you wear a bit of camo and you've got a big bullseye on your back. Yeah. Um, well, thankfully i've never had any any verbal abuse or anything like that or or anyone say it's probably just the circles that i've been in that everyone is very very much like-minded like me that those sort of things try and stick to the sort of people that you get on with and you don't need to to change out of it um yeah so i've been quite lucky like that and i remember it would have been the last remembrance day i went i took me eldest up to the up to the local pub just to have a little pint, I had me blazer on, medals on. I had, a, I had an old boy come up to me and thank me for my service, bought me a pint. I was like, fucking hell, that's a first. It's, it's nice. I had that, uh, not last year, because I was down in London. year before, I went out with a few of the boys in Newcastle. Yeah. And um, two of the bars on Northumberland Street were actually giving away free drinks if you had your gongs on. Um, so obviously they were rammed with shiners, <laughs> bootnecks, and soldiers yeah. an hour later, uh, once the word got out. But no, it was, it was nice, mate. It had never been done before. Or certainly not at any of the more uh, remembrance parades that I've done in Newcastle before. And I think it was yeah. just either a change of management or whatever it was. And the guy just kind of came out and just said, look, guys, as, as long as you can prove your service or you, you're wearing medals or whatever, the drinks, the drinks are on me. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, it's, I, think, I think once Iraq and Afghan kind of, especially the publicity they got, um, they tried to get the public on side a lot more, didn't they? Um, yeah. From kind of Telic, especially when Telic kicked off and the the Mirror, the News of the World, the Suns and all that and, yeah. and whatever else. There was a massive publicity drive, and I think they'd managed to turn a lot of the a lot of the public. Because like you say, we, we we never we never kind of opted or started <laughs> these wars. Do you know what I mean? It was not no. ever a personal decision. We didn't go. Hey, can I, Can we go here, please? Yeah. You just kind of right. We're going there. You go because your mates are going, and and that's yeah. the end of it. It's never, or for me anyway. There's never genuinely any more thought process behind it than that. No. I mean, the older I've got and the more wiser I've got, um, it, it might have been slightly different. But at the time when you were going, it's just like right. We're going to Afghan. Yep. Roger. When yeah. it's just like that. That's it. It's as simple as that. You start your training, you go because your mates are going and, and you get the job yeah. done and do your best of your ability. And that's all exactly. it ever was. Um, I'm, I'm, do I agree with them now looking back? Probably not so much. Yeah. We didn't well, really was, achieve um, anything. If anything, it's slightly worse. Yeah. Um, I, I was in the same sort of mindset during my final tour. I was, I was putting the HQ on my final tour because they wanted to keep me safe because I'd already put my papers in to leave. And I, I, it was during, um, what was it? There was, uh, we had the balloon up. So we were watching out in, in part of our AO and they were setting up. There was a 14-year-old girl setting up IDs for the Taliban. And we obviously hit the airstrike in and blew them up. And I was like, she's 14 years old. Like, she doesn't really know what she's doing. She's probably been promised all this. Now she it's not like we can go in and talk to her and sort her out. We just blew her up. And I'm like, then you, then you go into those sort of long thoughts, especially when you've got lots of time on your hands. Like if someone was driving through my back garden constantly in fucking tanks, I'd be pissed off as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 100%. of course I would be. And, it's, and then you're like, yeah, I can sort of see why they set up these fucking things to stop us doing it are we really helping and it's like oh but when we were in calf we did do a good job we got most of the taliban out of there and all that sort of stuff it's like well we did do some good again one of those double-edged swords it is it's looking back now i mean iraq and afghan are they any better off that we were there either either place and it's like you say you're right there as well like you'd be threaders if you had fucking soldiers and 
people rolling through your back doors or down your streets on a daily basis and fucking airstrikes coming in and your family and kids or, or whatever else getting killed and crossfires and whatever else it is. Um, yeah, you would. It's understandable that they're fucking pissed off with us. And like you say, mate, Iraq and Afghan, it wasn't as if we were fighting the locals. The, the, there's a lot yeah. of people there that yeah. wanted us there, but again, because of what we were doing out there and what was happening in the, in the fucking... Accidental airstrikes and the civvies yeah. that put it up, you can fucking completely understand why they're a bit pissed off, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We found when we were in uh, Basra that they really took to the British quite well when we were there. Like, as soon as they saw our Union flag on our arms, they were like, oh, British good, and then US, no. Like, yeah. like well, that's because they just fucking smash everything, don't they? They're supposed to be doing hearts and minds, but don't. There's, there's fucking no hearts and minds. They just don't give a shit, do they? <laughs> Fly, fly that flag as high as you can and fucking roll over anything in front of you. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the big things when, like I was telling that story about the airstrike, that fucking cheering that they were doing when it went off. Obviously, they're celebrating because they didn't, they didn't want their mates to get fucking hit or whatever. But, but at the same time, you just like, watch the 40-year-old girl fucking get obliterated. Yeah, blown to pieces. Like, you saw a big group of the family coming, like, collect their body and all that, and you're like, that's actually pretty sad. Uh-huh. That was that was the hardest bits, mate. Watching the the kids in that league, uh, yeah. Especially now, I'm getting older. I've got a six year old girl. Um, that suicide attack that we were involved in in, in Afghan in Lashkar, and the the guy was stood on the side of the, the street, and he just detonated himself. And he had two little girls stood next to him at the time. Um, civvies in the street caught up left, right, and centre as well. Just bits of body everywhere, mate. And that, that's the stuff that lives with you, and you've got to take home and and try and shake out your head every night. Um, certainly, certainly not nice. The 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 other stuff that you you go in and roll in and do your job, you can deal yeah. with your job. But yeah. there are certain things that stick with you. Like I I recall in Basra, um, we were on a. I was attached to the sniper section just to help carry some of the ECM. Uh, me and another lad, and we we're walking through. And we could hear all these fucking noises going off. I think our main task was to check. Um, I think it was the petrol station or something. Keep eyes on the petrol station because there's supposed to be some sort of enemy activity going on there. So we were walking around, could hear all these funny noise, like disturbing sort of sexual noises. And we're like, what the fuck's going on here? So we had to look through the fucking night sites and there's fucking a, a group of grown men with a load of young, really young, some boys, some girls. And it's like, oh, they're fucking raping these kids. Can we go in and fucking sort that? No, that's not our task. We got to continue. It's like fucking hell. So I've got to now live with the fact that these poor kids are being fucking all sorts done to them, and we're not we allowed a, to go and do anything. We had a very similar thing in um, in Gomsia, down in in Afghan, where we got a, a POW shot in the leg, and uh, they brought him back, hand him over to the uh, the Afghan police, and their compound was fucking fifty meters away from where we were. Uh, in the DC, and uh, same same noises. And you were just like, kind of like, ah, what the fuck is that, you know? Mm. And uh, they gagged this fucking bloke, tied it on the table, and they were queued up outside playing with themselves. Um, queued up, and then there was two in a room at a time going through. Um, so we obviously went, booted the door down, got them out, and kept them with us. Um, but yeah, fucking creatures, mate. Some of them, yeah. creatures. And that was, that was the Afghani police. Yeah, I want the Taliban. As well, the back end of the Taliban. Um, <laughs> it's having a good old time. Yeah. Is it a Thursday? Man love Thursdays. Man love Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard that for a while. I've not heard that for a while. But it's one of my mates. If he makes a um, fucking, he's he's one of those lads with no filter, and you kind of have to They're the best kind. purge your phone every now and then. He sends you filth, and you're like, right, I'm gonna have to purge my phone soon because. <laughs> But if he say, if he says fucking anything remotely homosexual or something like that, it's like it's fine. It's Thursday. It's like it's not Thursday, Dan. You went well. It, it's somewhere. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, you idiot. <laughs> Man, not Thursdays. It's fine. <laughs> Ollie loves a bit of Man Love Thursday. Does he? I bet he does. For that fucking schlong that he's got. <laughs> oh, I hope he watches this. <laughs> um, so what's the uh, what's the gem for the rest of the day for you? 
Uh, I had the bike out this morning. Um, beautiful day here. Um, I need to get back on the training, mate. I've been neglecting it really this past five days. I pulled me back last week. Um, last week, probably eight, nine days ago. Um, yeah. And it, like I said, I did it in January. It's just, it just doesn't seem to be getting right. I've been already. I've already been told I need surgery and that. But I want to get some training crack today because I've been plowing through the back garden. Um, getting a level, so I'm getting a gym built. The guys are coming on Monday. Um, just I say gym, it's just a fucking big shed basically. But it's so all the gym kit, yeah, it's just <laughs> all the gym kit can go in. Um, but the garden's on a slope, so I've been digging into that slope the past couple of days and chucking dolomite down. And I've got a load of like industrial outdoor rubber mats coming to fill the outdoor space. Oh, so I'll still have the gym and I'll have the outdoor bit next to it. So I've still got a flat level area to train on outside as well because it's it's glorious here. Um, but yeah, I'm going to nip the shops, mate. I've got a few bits I need to get and then just hit the training. Enjoy the sunshine, mate, and make the most of it. Yeah. Um, no kids today, so just, yeah, just get in the garden, mate, and, and take full advantage of the sunshine and get a bit of working out and a bit of therapy, mate, because like I said, I've neglected it really. This not Again, I've just been busy, but the page as well, yeah. I, feel, I feel bad that I haven't been posting as much as what I normally do. I set this up in November yeah. and I've just kind of been on it every day and the story posts are always on there's there's just different content every day this this past few days i kind of had to apologize to everybody last night in my own way on the story and just kind of said look I'll, I'll be back on it tomorrow um because I, i've just been gen I, but it needed doing the garden needed doing before these yeah, guys yeah. turn up on monday so i didn't it's again through no choice of my own i, I want it done that's it needed doing so. through it, isn't it yeah but that's it done now so finished training can resume today um, and I'll roll through now the training over the weekend until Monday when this gym, when the guys turn up to put this gym up. Happy days, mate. Um, and just hope that everything fits. I, I ordered a, a cable crossover machine the other day, and that turned up. It wasn't meant to turn up until the 2nd of July. Um, oh, fucking hell. That, tu- <laughs> that turned up yesterday. So that's now taking up pride of place in the kitchen and a stack of boxes. Squat rack turned up. Uh, I've got a little landmine thing for the floor with to put the bars and that in, which showed up as well. So... Yeah, the, the kitchen's getting pretty toppers now that the assault bike and all that's in there. So <laughs> it, it needs to come out and, and have a proper home. Like. You can you can fizz, fizz and prep your food at the same time, mate. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Sit on the assault bike and cook your eggs. <laughs> but I, I'm looking forward to it all getting done, mate, and getting up and uh, and just having yeah. it up there because it's, it is. It's a bit of a pain in the ass having to drag everything outside and take it all out and get everything set up. It'd be much better when it's just already out there and it's, it's good to go and it can just kind of open the door get straight into it and, and crack on kind of kind of said like it, i'm not i'm not one of them people who's seen any real negativity from the gyms being closed mate because i know i've i know i've spent a fair bit of cash getting this kind of setup that i've got but that's just because i was down in london for that six weeks and we didn't have anything um and i wanted to get people up as obviously as as the lockdown's easing and easing and easing and uh, i said to people look if you, if you need some therapy uh with the training side of life or you just want to come and smash through the circuit uh, the kits here, like I know the gyms are going to be shut for a while yet, so that that offer's still on the table to anybody. Obviously, with in uh, in close proximity to the northeast anyway. Um, kits there, come come and have a session, come and have a chat, come and have whatever you need. You know what I mean? If you, if you don't want to get put through your paces in the circuit, tell me what you want to do. I'll just use the kit if you want. Um, yes, yeah, just trying to give a little back back, mate. Do you know what I mean? I've needed yeah. help. Uh, found a massive help in the fitness side of life with coping. And uh, using it as a coping mechanism, and it's—I'm yeah. not the only one. It seems, and hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of people out there who are exactly the same, mate. And yeah, if I can help them through this, then yeah, like, like, like exactly what we said at the at the start, it, fitness and mental health go hand in hand. It's like a lot of people should know that when you do train, you do release those positive endorphins oh, throughout your body. Flying, that, yeah. That's why. Uh, that's why you should be doing it. Like we said, go for a fucking nice day. Go for a fucking walk. Stop, yeah, stop well. sitting on your ass in your fucking living room, wanking yourself to death. Go out and <laughs> have a fucking walk or something. Then go like, back. Yeah. yeah, then go back and fucking wank yourself into a coma. Um, my my big thing is um, I, I, I I'm enjoying going out on my bike at the minute. I've got quite a decent road bike, so it's been nice. Like just getting out on the fucking road. Yeah. Um, I, I think I did, uh, it was 27K. I could have gone for longer, but my missus was like, where the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sorry, I'm on my way. But it was, it was just nice just getting out. I 
did 27k i wasn't fucking overly exerting myself i wasn't blowing too hard i was like i could probably keep going if i wanted get my little legs fucking pumping like you see me especially when the weather's <laughs> how it is now you through not to go outside and enjoy the outdoors mate do you know what i mean yeah, exactly through the through the kettlebells yesterday in the morning, I did, I did all the garden work yesterday morning. I was like, fuck it, throw, um, throw a big bertha about my 24s. Give them a little fucking throw. Cheeky bits of kit then. Yeah, I do I do like my kettles. One of, the, one of them was a birthday present from the missus, which was quite funny seeing her trying to carry that into the house. <laughs> and then the other one, luckily, because I only had one 24, and I was like, I could do with another one, but I don't really want to fucking pay for it. Uh, back in my old job, I used to do um, the cash and transit stuff, carrying the money in the box. And uh, in our little crew room, there was one fucking there. And I was I was getting ready to leave to start my surveillance work. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to fucking have that. Trying to sneak out of a fucking... So you stole it. <laughs> yeah, I nicked it, mate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try, trying to sneak that out was quite, quite hard work. Like you just stick it in your pocket, is it? <laughs> no, it was like under my shirt somehow, and I was sort of like cradling it. Lucky there wasn't many people about, but I was like, fucking this is, why not? I should have just walked down with it. Nobody would have said it. Yeah. <laughs> carrier bag, man. Would have just let you all in the carrier bag. Yeah. <laughs> what about you then? What are you doing for the rest of the day? Uh, I'm meeting up with a good buddy of mine, Dan. We're going down, I think the girls, my daughters and my missus, and his two sons, I think that that one of the pubs is doing really nice milkshakes. They do fucking Oreos and all that shit. Nice. So I think we're gonna have a couple of beers because they do take out beers as well. Let the kids go run about in the fucking park area, all equally spaced. Abide by the rules. Yeah. yeah. Funny. No, I'm looking forward to this getting some normality back, mate. Oh, it's, yeah. I'm I'm actually enjoying it at work because work isn't quite as fucking hectic, yeah. but it work is also fucking annoying at the minute because one minute you're off doing your patrol tour around the site, making sure everything's all right, then you're called away to open up a building because one of the tenants wants to get in. You're like, fucking hell, and then you're back doing it, and you're back and forth all the time. You're like, could you not just phone us up the night before and say, all right, we're going to be at this time, and it's all fucking. I, I like a bit of structure. Too easy, it's all fucking scheduled. It's all fucking there. I don't like change. Nah, I'm the same. <laughs> I'm the same. I definitely need structure in my life. I'd go insane if I didn't have any structure and routine. Mm. I think there's definitely some positives we can take away from this virus though, as well at the same time. I mean, it's made people a lot more appreciative of what you had and what you've got. 100%. Um, even just people in your life, family, loved ones, whatever it is. It, it, this just being trapped inside four walls and trapped inside your own head. I think people are definitely a lot more appreciative of, uh, of yeah. life in general. And I, I don't think it's, I don't think we'll ever see what we called normal again. Uh, to no. be honest, it'll be a new normal that we've got yeah. to adapt to. Um, they're saying on the, the, the Boris Johnson thing was kind of like, Oh, you can now stand. Is it a meter? Yeah. Um, I mean, when do you ever, when, when do you ever go at the park? Or wherever, and stand closer than a meter to anybody, anyway. Yeah, like a, a stranger, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not. You're not. Like, all right, he's on the park bench over there. You don't there though. Yeah. You know? Like, it's, <laughs> was, it's not really, that. Yeah, all right, yeah. Keep that meter. Then let's just keep that as a rule, because yeah, I don't want someone there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, get out of my face. I 100% agree with you there, mate. And little things as well. Like, we sort of took for granted that we pretty much live around the corner from my missus's family, like all of them. Yeah. Cousins, aunties, uncles, grandparents. My family are all over in Hereford, so that's sort of... That, that is what it is. I'm used to not seeing them, really. Although I've been in more contact with them since, yeah. which is strange. Like, my brother... Me and my brother usually do the show semi-together. He's sort of doing his own project now. Um, but he comes on the show quite regularly to have a little chat. So it's sort of our little thing so we've always been in good comms but chatting with me old man that's been nice he'd like every thursday there's a fucking virtual quiz that we all do man love thursday up, start on the yeah man love thursdays <laughs> <laughs> so we set up that do our fucking quiz it's like and then on sundays with 
the missus is family. Usually we'd be round her mum and dad's having Sunday dinner or whatever. But now it's like half past six, we'll start the, the family quiz that her auntie does. It's like, well, we should probably do this anyway. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I think people will. I think people will continue it on. I, hope, I certainly hope they do. There's certainly a lot of things I'm going to take out of this and continue yeah. on. Because, um, yeah, it is. It does just make you a lot more appreciative of, of it all. 100%, 100%, mate. It's makes you appreciate the things that you, you've got as well. Um, like, <laughs> especially when it all fucking kicked off and everyone went nuts for toilet paper and things like that. Oh, like, what was that? I don't know. What, what was that about? It was like, what are you doing? Like, you've clearly not been in any sort of survival situation. <laughs> the last I know what I'm doing. I'm going for the toilet roll. Why? You could... If, if maybe just fucking just have a quick shower if you need to fucking clean yourself that badly, but it's like then they all they all suddenly turned Italian and went for pasta as well. <laughs> I think people just must have thought they were going to get locked up in their own house and not let out mm. for a fucking long time. Yeah, um, but yeah, crazy. Well, that's that's I, pretty much how it sounded though. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do get that. Yeah. Crazy, like London, when this first happened in London, that's like I said before, I spent the initial six weeks of this down there. And you had polar opposites. You had people who would literally avoid you like the plague in the supermarkets. And they'd be there with their masks or their T-shirt or their scarf around their head. And they'd be dubious about coming down the same aisle as you or coming anywhere near you because it was as if you had the virus. But then you had people who were the complete opposite, who you'd be like looking at the freaking cheese or something, and then this arm would come past <laughs> yeah, you and brush yeah. past your, your nose to grab something past you. It's like the complete opposites out there, man. Like Tesco's not London, like, it's like a little London is a strange man, place. Though, I feel. Strange old place, London. I feel. Oh, definitely, mate. Yeah, it's 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 it it's is so yeah. diverse. Like yeah, big time, yeah. I, if I'm honest, I fuck. I hate the place. I'm not a massive fan, mate. I couldn't, I couldn't live there. I work yeah. there, um, and I, normality for me is a week on, week off uh, down in there. Um, we did that six weeks because uh, just had to restructure it for the lockdown and for everything else with work. Um, and I've been home since then. Now I've, I'm looking at at least another month off um, before heading back down. Uh, and. I think we are looking at getting normality kind of back into the routine for work where it's back into a week on, week off. Um, yeah. But yeah, a week down there for me is is ample before I need a, a week back home into yeah. what our class is normality. And Newcastle, I mean, I live in Newcastle, just outside Newcastle. And Newcastle's a major city. It's a massive, major, busy city. But yeah. it's like pure peace when you come back here compared to... Yeah, the tubes in that down in London, mate. Like, it's just honking. It is. It's honking. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, they're very ignorant. I feel in in yeah. in London as well. They're very rude, and they they've all got an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking annoying. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, too well, busy for me. It is too busy. I had to work there a few times doing the the surveillance work and and trying to follow people in London is quite difficult. It is. And uh, especially if they know where they're going and you're just following them, you're <laughs> yeah. like, this, this is mental. But yeah, especially if you're on, um, if you're, if you're tailing them in the vehicle, it's fucking so Point, hard. To, pointless driving in London. It's pointless. Yeah. You're better off getting out and walking in London. Oh, I mean, the public transport is it's good. Great, it is a great system that they've got down there. And if you hit it at the right time of day, you can be lucky, but you get on one of those tubes or on a bus or whatever at the wrong time of day, and it's just carnage, man. Just, yeah. just sweat boxes. I can imagine it's pretty much how that shed feels right now. Yeah. It's actually <laughs> not too bad at the minute. I must, I must have just got used to it throughout this fucking 50 minutes that we've been doing it. Because when I first got in here, I was just setting up the laptop, setting up on my, my little... i got a little ice bucket here for me fucking Coke. <laughs> and I was dripping. I was like, this is... I, I don't know how long I could be able to stay in here. But... It's like I've acclimatised to it. My own little fob in here. <laughs> That's a nice setup you've got there, isn't it? Yeah, I do love my shed. It's annoying, though, because I've still got... It's still a shed, so I've still got, like, my lawnmower in that in here. 
<laughs> I try and hide shit so it still looks like my space. <laughs> I've got the old, I've got our uh, tumble dryer and our old dishwasher and shit in here as well. It's like it's just fucking in the way. Could have so much more space, so much more room for activities. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it was actually part of the negotiation um, when we bought the house from the previous owners. He was like, well, I'll be taking my shed. And I was like, you won't be taking your shed. I'm having your shed. I need it. I need it. Yeah. As soon as I got it, I was like, yeah. Started off with just my little, my where I put all my fucking military kit, all my shit that I kept over the years. And Because uh, it's not allowed in the house. Right. It's not the right colours. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go with this. And then... Then I set up the, the. I started setting up the uh, the old podcast, which is sort of on its way up now. Now I've got a laptop, I've got a microphone, I've got yeah. the fucking headset that doesn't work at the minute. But I literally started off. It was literally just through my iPhone, and then it was through my iPhone and the and the iPad. And now it's it's sort of it, it's good, good, good. And, and I like to hold this in in fucking as high as I can because I've done all this without any sort of sponsorship or yeah. or funding from anyone so this, is, all, this is this is all me so I'm gonna be the be the English Joe Rogan this is all me I'm gonna sell myself to Spotify for a hundred million dollars or whatever he <laughs> went for <laughs> good effort how yeah. you doing well man yeah I, lo- I like to keep it sort of um, unedited as well so I've only had one really bad episode that is now in the archive that probably won't be released. Um, I won't. I won't mention his name, but he was a a former marine as well. Okay. Just yeah, just, it it was. If we weren't talking about him, he didn't really want to converse properly, and it was like it was very awkward. The whole thing, and it was like, ah, all right. I've heard you. I heard you're a, a fucking decent bloke for, for a lot of mutual friends on on fucking Instagram and things, and you've just come across a bit of a dickhead, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> not great. Not great. Yeah. I, it's like I even tried to like get a little bit of banter out of it, like cause obviously I'm I'm Raf Reg, the most hated regiment in the whole of the military. <laughs> He was a former Marine. I thought he would give me a bit of shit. I even yeah. tried. I was like, oh, you couldn't pass the five mile of death or something like that. And he was, and there was just nothing. I was like, come on, give me something. Right. <laughs> We're part of the big three. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was no banter, no military banter at all. I was like, can't be bothered with this. Yeah, not ideal, this. No, mate. It happens. It happens. You always yeah, get, I get that. Few, don't you? But most of the majority I've had have been. Fucking brilliant, like from Mason Jones to yourself, Liz Carmouche over in America, um, Josh Bridges, he was a good one to talk to. Yeah. Uh, he knows his shit as well. Pay the man, pay the man. <laughs> I think what you do though, mate, I think this is the best way of doing it anyway. You just kind of turn it on, right? Good to go, record, and then you just go into it. I think it's, yeah. you get that raw, like you say, that raw, unedited version of everybody, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And I, t- I tend, I used to set up notes and, and what have you and have sp- specific topics that I was going to bring up and things like that. And I thought, it's not really organic that way. Like me going, right, so what are you going to do today? Yeah. It's like, if it flows into that, then we'll too flow scripted, into that. If it yeah, too scripted, isn't it, mate? It's not a movie. Yeah. I, when, I have, when I have my brother on there, he tends to have a few, um, we, get, we get this sort of um, idea from another podcast I listen to called The Fire and the Kid where they have um, sort of the news sort of going through their phone, like hot topics, and then you would go, you'd ask me a question, like, it'd be like, you wouldn't give me a heads up or anything, so it'd be like, Tomo, what's this? What do you think of this? And then, because I'm, I'm, I'm very raw and unfiltered myself, a lot of things that come out of my mouth are quite... Um, <laughs> Offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sensitive and probably should be censored. Um especially when it goes along the lines of like uh, transgender and things like that. I'm, he's like, mate, you're going to get banned from, I'm like, well, if they ban me, they ban me, don't they? It's my opinion. It's my, <laughs> then I come out with a thing. It's my podcast. I do what I want. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, it's 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 all good, and I I'm enjoying it. And good. it's the main thing, mate. It's like it's helped me no end. To be fair, that and actually coming to grips with the fact that I had mental health issues. Uh, I'm not going to call it problems. I prefer issues. Um. Uh. Yeah. So it took me a while to actually accept it, but as soon as I did, like I've, I had my blip a couple of a couple of month uh, month back or so where I was not in a good place. Like, I wasn't really recording much on here. I was taking everything out on the misses. Wasn't fizzing, which was a big thing as well. And then, yeah, I had a, had a good chat with the missus. had a good chat with my brother. Back on the right track. Started fizzing, sometimes, getting out on the bike again. Sometimes that's all it is, mate. Some, not, not sometimes, all the time, mate. If you, if you ever have that blip, it's so much better getting it off your chest and yeah. getting it out there. I, I, I learned that the hard way, mate. Um... I just bottled things up and until the point, everything just imploded. Um, yeah. And I had no choice but to but to seek help and, and speak about it and talk it through. And it's the best thing I ever did, mate. Um, and, and one of the reasons I started this club as well, mate, is having that focus for me and using my coping mechanisms, using the training that I do to be able to help other people and give other people a focus. Because sometimes that, sometimes that is all you need, something to focus on, whether it is your training or not, whether it's your podcast, what you do, whether yeah. it's whatever it is in life that you've got. As long as you've got your reason why and, and you're happy with it. And like this for me, I, I find massive peace for myself in being able to help others. Yeah. Um, still get messages on a daily basis from people uh, who I talk to. And just being able to talk them down from, from the edge and bring them back to back to earth and reason with people. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm by no means a mental health practitioner, but people are aware of that. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not a nurse. I'm yeah. not a doctor. Um, sometimes they just want that fucking blah, just to get yeah. it out and have well, somebody to talk to. Totally agree there. It's, it's the only way. To, it's certainly the first step you've, you've got to take and admitting it to yourself, admitting that you've got issues. Um, I, I, I kind of, I always believed that as a bloke, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be kind of vulnerable, um, yeah. especially being a bootneck and commando and forces and whatever else. You sh- you shouldn't be. Blokes aren't vulnerable. And uh, again, it's just this wrong stigma behind it all and this wrong betrayal. Yeah, you're of you're a bloke. You're a bloke. If you show emotion, you're weak. It's like, yeah. well, it's and actually it's not the case. Completely opposite, mate. Completely opposite. Hundred um, percent. I was exactly the same. Like. I've, I've said the story fucking countless times. And I even got shit from people that were in my own regiment that I've gone through too many times. But, um, like, I, I would I would very much move myself away when I was bottling myself up. Like, I wouldn't show... I would release it in anger. And it was tend to be at, the, at, at, the, at my daughter's, unfortunately. Um, I'm very quick-tempered anyway. But it would be like they would drop something on the floor. And next thing, I'm fucking shouting at them for dropping a fucking sausage on the floor or something it's like and then it's not until afterwards you're like why am i doing that and then it i I refuse to show them any sort of emotion if i was upset or anything like that i would take myself away they can't see daddy is upset daddy's a strong one in the family all this and it and it wasn't and i I mentioned it a, a number of times it wasn't until i was like at my lowest when i was in the fucking kitchen I mean, fucking knees, fucking crying. And my oldest daughter came in because my missus was at work. She came downstairs, wiped, wiped the tears from my eyes and went, it's okay, daddy. I'm here for you. And, and it's like, fucking hell. But now I, I try and, obviously I, I try and stay as strong as I can. If, if there's things bothering me, then I'll go and speak to someone. Um, but I've tried to tell them that it's okay to, Obviously, they're girls, so they're quite sensitive and and, yeah. and things like that. Anyway, um, and I was, especially my eldest, she's very good at articulating herself. So if she's really down and upset, she's very good at put it across well. She puts it across well, but fuck me, she doesn't shut up sometimes though. Like, <laughs> Rein it in a little bit. It takes six years to tell you a story, but yeah, she's um she's a good sausage. My 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 youngest though, she. She's very similar to me in the way that she's very sarcastic and dry and very, she's quite quick witted. She's more quick witted than I am. I'm, it takes me about eight years to come back with a reply. <laughs> but yeah, she's, she's brilliant. 
And I, I can I can see it now when I get older. My my eldest daughter will be the one that gets heartbroken by a bloke, and my youngest will be the one that's kicking him in the fucking face or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how it's going to be. Six six now, man, and six going on seventeen, man. It's scary. She's got a, an older sister um, that she obviously adores and looks up to. But I say she's six, but she tries to mimic everything uh, our sixteen-year-old sister yeah. did. And she is. She's six going on seventeen. It's going to be hard work. It's going to be hard. She's brilliant at the minute. It's just a little daddy's girl at the minute. But I, I'm, I'm petrified of when she starts understanding boys and yeah. the real world. If you like, petrifies me. Yeah, my um, my eldest will be nine on Monday, um, and she's becoming a young lady, shall we say? Um, little things are starting to change and develop. But you can, the main thing that we've noticed is her hormones are fucking all over the place. One minute she's fucking pissing herself laughing, the next minute she's in tears, next minute she's fighting with her sister for no reason. It's like, Jesus Christ. And I'm, then I think to myself, so I'm going to have the missus and both my daughters at some point. That I'm, I'm just going to be living in my shed, I think. I'm not, <laughs> I, I can't be with this. Five days a month in the shed. <laughs> yeah. Take myself off to the gym. Where are you going? I need to. I need some some of my own tensions released. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, mate, I'm not going to take up much more of your time. Been a, been a fucking awesome chat, to be fair, mate. Yeah, you too, I'll have to get cool. both. I'll have to get both you and Ollie on at some point. I will do that, mate. Once we get some normality back, he'd be happy to do yeah. that. Yeah, get you both on. I'm I'm quite lucky in the way that I get my guests on because I'd always do it through Skype. Unless they live closely and they want to come in this fucking sauna, then then they can. But um, yeah, I try and get most of them on Skype because then it doesn't matter where you are in the, in the world, I can oh, bring you on. But yeah, mate, it's been a fucking interesting chat with you. It's been really good. Well, that was, mate. Thanks for having us. Thanks for uh, getting in touch, mate, and reaching out. That was, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, mate, any time. And I'll be uh, sure to share a lot of your posts and things like that and get, get you guys a bit more notoriety as well because what you guys are doing in the uh in the gym and that is is brilliant and i like we've said throughout the whole thing you know it goes hand in hand fucking good physical fitness and good mental health fucking it does your base style like, doesn't it like, so just just trying to give a little bit back mate it's that's all it is I, I some people think i neglect to look after me occasionally um but i genuinely do find my peace in this and in, in helping others um day. and if i can do it through this page and through this club mate fucking bonus because it is it's it's hard mate watching people struggle what other people must have been looking at and putting up with when i was struggling and bottling it away and not dealing with it compared to now uh i must be polar polar opposite i must be to to look at and to see uh, attitude and everything just trying to give me give a little bit back mate and say thank you in a way i guess yeah it's fucking doing wonders mate doing wonders it's an awesome job Sweet, mate. Well, I'll catch you again soon. Yeah, man. Definitely. Thanks for coming on. All right, mate. Catch you later. Good day, mate. Good bit. Bye.